The Podium. The Podium. That's the news and current affairs program. Current affairs program of the moment. Designed to analyze major issues in the nation's polity. Every weekday at 9 a.m. on Love FM 104.5 Crowther Radio, Abuja. And the unbeatable team of analysts as well as very informed listeners to add your voices on issues of governance. The Podium. Program that makes your day every weekday on this dial. It's always a bang. Hey, Abuja, very, very pleasant morning to you wherever you're tuning from. You're onto your multiple world winner station. Love, one afforded five here on the Hills from Pape and the nation's capital. Today is Friday and it is the fifth day in the month of November 2021. Welcome to the podium. The podium is a current affairs flagship program on policy, strategy, and good governance. And my name is Peniel, Peniel Diala. Today, been Friday. Um, is today we discuss Nigeria in numbers and in figures with the NYI Polls team. They are in the studio already with me this morning. But then before I get to introduce them and um, let us know what we'll be looking at today on the polls, let's take a quick break, pay some bills. When we come back, we'll get a discussion immediately on the way. Stay tuned, don't go nowhere. You are listening to 104.5. Now that's Okay, you're welcome back. You're still on to the your multiple award winning station, Love 104. That five, and this is the podium. My name still remains Peniel Peniel Diala. I have with me in the studio this morning the Onoai Paul team, Dave Arbor. Good to have you this morning. Good to be here, Peniel. Good morning. Okay, good morning to you, Dave. And of course, he's smiling already. I will start by saying Happy New Year to him, and then I'll now say Happy New Month. He's a voice we all know. Well, he decided to. Good morning to Etro Atom. <laughs> Good morning to you, Peniel, and good morning, our lovely love family listeners. I'm glad to be back after a long while. Um, I think um, I'm happy to be back. Hi, the Queen. Well, the last time I saw her, I think it's the same time you saw her, she was uh, doing well. Etra. Uh, Etra, <laughs> I'm out of this. <laughs> good to have you back, Etra. It's always going to be my pleasure. Thanks to our listeners. All right. Well, um, after much has been said, the action will take place tomorrow. So all eyes is focused on Anambra State. And all road, of course, leads to Anambra State in terms of preparation from INEC, from the political parties, and not leaving the federal government out of the equation. About 34,000 plus 
police personnel have been sent to Anambra State and um, you know it's just heavy it's loaded out of, out of 600,000 <laughs> that's serious for one state do we have up to 600,000? That's what, that's what they claim, that uh, the policy number is... Do we have up to 600,000? Okay, good. Because the last time we checked, they said we were less than 300,000. So, uh, when did we... We're still battling whether they can recruit the 10,000 policemen. That's a discussion for another day. Etcher, don't take us there, please. <laughs> well, um, there's 4,000 plus policemen deployed to Anambra state uh, we also know that the military will be there uh, now we've co-opted the military into the electioneering process in the country but then we're looking at Anambra state pre-governorship election poll okay that's what we're looking at today on NY polls how certain are you that um, you will vote in the governorship elections? Absolutely certain, 53%. Fair certain, 15%. Not certain, 19%. Not voting, terrible, 13%. Reasons for fairly certain or not certain. If there is peaceful movement and enough security, 51%. If I'm able to get the requested PVC before the date, 32%. If the election would hold, I shall come out to vote 17%. Dave, let me start with you. All right. Good morning, Peña. Good morning to our dear listeners. So, uh, NY polls conducted this uh, pre-governorship election poll to assess the preparedness of uh, voters in Anambra State and to also sort their most preferred candidate in the election that will be holding tomorrow in Anambra State. So uh, these are just a few of the questions that were asked in the survey. Uh, so one of the questions sought the opinions of uh, citizens or residents of Anambra State regarding uh, the certainty of voting on the election day and the majority 53 percent stated that they were absolutely certain that they were going to come out to vote mm. uh, also 91 percent of uh, residents of adam uh, anambra state had disclosed that they have obtained their pvc so 53 percent of those who say they've obtained their pvc say they were certain to come out and vote on election day uh, we went on to ask uh, them and 15% uh, said they were fairly certain, they were not very sure they were going to come out to vote and 19% said they were not certain of voting on election day. 13% stated that they were not voting on election day. So we also went on to ask why those who said they were fairly certain and those who said they were not certain, the reason for uh, not being certain of voting on election day and the majority of them said uh, if there is peaceful movement in the state and enough security they would come out and vote so obviously they are concerned about the security situation of the state also 32 percent stated that if they are able to get their pvc before the date they would come out and vote uh yaga africa raised the concern some weeks ago that people who have applied for their pvcs 
are still unable to get their voters card ahead of the election we hope that uh, this has uh, the report has drawn attention to this and uh, this issue has been resolved uh, also we have uh, a huge 17 percent saying they will come out and vote on election day so uh of the 53 percent who said they were absolutely certain to vote so uh for those who said that they were not voting at all. We went on to ask them why they were not coming out to vote on election day. And 23% said there would not be in Anambra State. 23% uh, <laughs> said uh, their PVC is either missing or damaged. And we have 18% saying fear of insecurity. We have another 14% saying they are not interested in voting. And 13% saying I don't want anything to do with politics. So uh, we also sought opinions of residents of Anambra State regarding their most preferred candidate if election were to be held. And the majority, 20%, went with the ruling party, the candidate of the ruling party, Professor Chukuma Soludo of the All Progressive Grand Alliance. 9% went with Valentine Ozigbo of the People's Democratic Party. And 7% Infaim Patrick Uba of YPP. 6% went with Emmanuel Andy Uba of the APC. Uh, it is instructive to also note that as at the time this survey was conducted, 54% of... Uh, those interviewed were either uh, not uh, had not decided on their preferred candidate or refused to disclose their most preferred candidate for the elections. So these are some of the findings from the uh, Anambra election poll. Actually, let me come to you now. You know, yesterday, of course, we tried to X-ray what will play out in Anambra State, but looking at what we have at the moment. Let's look at it from this angle. When are we going to change the narrative? You said something yesterday very striking. Elections should be seen like a festival where people go to you know, express their intentions at the polls. When are we going to change this narrative of having heavy security presence during election, during an exercise that should actually see people is like when we're growing up when you're going for some of these birthday parties or you know you're going to watch the masquerade and all of that nobody thinks about having security people around you're just going there to have fun and enjoy culture when are we going to change this narrative the narrative will change when the pvcs become it becomes a guarantee for good life um so far in theory the pvc appears to be this but in reality it is not because every four years people gather some die some bleed a leader emerges life gets bad and terrible and at a point you could hear from the statistics that some people have their pvc pvcs damaged or missing and don't care about it why because they don't attach value to it now there are quite a number of people who feel it is just a routine that brings sorrows to people so why should people go voting i i want to say that the pvc is an important document 
because it allows and affords you the opportunity to decide the way you will live the next four years. But are people allowed to speak freely? When they speak, is their voice heard? When that's not the case, people run through all of this mess. Also, those who are key players in politics have not really, really done well. I have always said it, that the moment you come out to political limelight, you should do what you're doing as a politician for three reasons. For duty, for honor, and for states. When you fail to do, live in each of these, these categories, then you fail your generation. If you're going to live for honor, then you will not steal government funds. You're going to be accountable. If you're going to live for states, then you will do things that are only going to be state benefits. If you're going to do for duty, then everybody will copy you. Hmm. At that point, people can now come out to vote and embrace election as a way, a channel to good living. Anything short of this, we are going to be going through the concentric circles. According to George Sotanaya, people who don't remember their history are bound to go around and run about it. Mm. Now, now, actually, if you look at the statistics we have on ground, well, it's a good one when you have 53% saying they're certainly, they're absolutely certain that they will be going out to vote. But now, if you have 19 plus 13, if you sum it up, that's a whole lot of figure. Penny, let me help you out. Let me help you out here. 53% hmm. is a very poor rating. Penny, if we are in a plane and they no, say this... Some will I'm, say, I'm, I'm, no, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Okay. If we are in a plane and they say this plane has 98% capacity or 98% chances of landing, I am sure you and I will not board that plane. <laughs> if he says the plane has 98% chances of landing, I'm sure you and I will not board that plane. Now, that is for a plane. Election is an important business. To some people, it will define whether they are going to be alive in the next four years or not. Because when you elect a bad leader and there is intense insecurity, you can no longer live. So why can't we have 110% of those who have registered saying we will all vote? No, let's look at Anambra as a state now. In the southeast, Anambra has a record of low turnout during election. I agree with you. Okay. And um, the population of Anambra and Enugu, some will be wondering, why should we have more people come out to vote during elections in Enugu, Enugu State compared to Anambra State? No. Now, if we have 53, some will say to some extent, I think that's a little milestone that they've achieved but then the concern now is fair certain 15 percent not certain 19 percent and not voting 13 percent which means out of this it's as good as saying 47 percent are not coming out to vote that's why i asked the question earlier how do we change the narrative people should see election as their civic responsibility how do we drive this into their minds because i still want to believe in an ideal society 
where people should just go there and vote. In the U.S., you already have a timetable knowing on this date, we're going for election. Just Ghana here also. The same thing. People go to vote in Ghana and they don't have to shut down the country because of voting. But in our country, you've already heard from 11.59 p.m. today there will be restriction of vehicular movement. It has been the trend for us since 1999 and up up till date. This is 21 years down the line. We're still counting. How long will we continue in this path where people will always see, you know, one story they tell us because police will tell you because they have information that people will infiltrate into the state, thugs and all of that. That is more like a rhetoric for us every now and then. How do we drive this sense of you know, patriotism into the minds of the people to know that my PVC is my right to live in? You see, what, what happened was we, we got it wrong from 1999. That's where we got it wrong. When Mandela came out of prison and had the opportunity to administer South Africa, the first thing he did was to establish Truth and Reconciliation Commission knowing too well that people have lied knowing too well that people have been offended to people have people have offended others and vis-a-vis -vis. they needed reconciliation first they needed truth they needed to tell ourselves the truth first then we'll now begin to forgive ourselves and reconcile we didn't do that we came from a very tough military background where it was believed that might is right i can hold a gun and intimidate you and things are done Unless there is a gun. Peniel, proud to this, it I could imagine as a child, I never saw guns. All we're seeing were buttons. If you got manage to see a policeman, you see him with a button. Hmm. You don't see guns. So we lost it at that point where we hid the lies and we made the lies look like truth. We never had the opportunity to tell ourselves the truth and forgive ourselves and reconcile. So we still have that burden. That trust deficit lying in our heart. What's of that government have not been able to translate its policy or guarantee telling people that we are here for you at every point in time. You may not, you, 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 you are not expected to only preach I am here for you, but you are expected to act I am here for you. And let your body language tell me that, wow, this president is for me. So how did this president emerge? through the ballot, right? Mm -hmm. So it means this power I have, I can change whoever is there. So once we begin to do that and tell the people that I am here courtesy of the fact that you voted me, we have seen situations where people who were not voted for were eventually becoming leaders because we don't have trust deficits, therefore people don't have confidence in the electoral process, politicians are locked ahead with each other because they don't trust the system. They don't trust the voters, they don't trust the system, the people don't trust the leaders, and at the end of the day, the courts are made to tell us who leads. Instead of that the people. That is travesty of justice. When people's call is subjected to a few persons' understanding of legal issues, the worst thing you can do to a man is to betray his trust. When a man takes a decision, governed by the majority let him be there why is he good let him be there but where it is upturned by some technicality or technicalities as the case may be and the wrong man goes in there he shifts his loyalty 
from the very people who are supposed to have the people who kept him here or who brought him here and who are going to sustain him to the very few who are very powerful who kept him who are keeping him there so until we begin to create power in the ballot box people will always think that on election day i am supposed to be washing my clothes or selling alhambra let me tell you the difference between alhambra and enugu alhambra is a big commercial town mm. or state and if somebody does not sell or does business for 24 hours he knows how much he's going to lose you're going to tell him to go and vote but, but then how do you vote well, well, when your shops are locked down that's what i'm saying the option was that lockdown would have guaranteed the opportunity mm. but the people feel pain because they feel that why can't I, can I stand on the sun and cast my vote at the end of the day the candidate with the majority is not returned for one reason or the other i'd rather go and stay in my shop or wash my clothes or sleep so government needs to ensure that the vote counts and whoever is elected is returned uh, okay and um the way it is now it's like the election has been narrowed down to just four political parties which is one thing that um has become more like the trajectory for us now it's just like a path we follow people will tell you is either they call pdp or they call apc suppose the governorship election is being held today who would you vote for now this is what we have professor chokoma saludo abga 20 percent valentine valentine um, ozibo pdp nine percent ifani patrick oba ypp of course seven percent emmanuel andy namdi oba APC 6% and uh, Ugochuku Oba. All right, all of this. This is what we have here. That's the pre vote now. But, but from this, what does it tell you? You know, is it that we've domiciled certain parties? in certain regions and certain states that people can just tell you because this part this is just our not like people say our founding fathers you see this pool if for any reason these numbers indicate the credibility of the pools because politics as time goes on 20 years is enough for enculturation so we are now becoming putting politics into our culture. If you recall, the people of Anambra have dominantly Abga. So it has now become part of their culture. It has now become part of their culture. Little wonder Professor Soludo will pull a percentage of vote that will be, if you add the other two or three together, it won't be enough because they must preserve their culture their ideology so i'm not surprised at all that this i would have been very shocked if any other party and there's nothing wrong with that anyway oh no there's nothing wrong with that america has quite a number of political parties you may not know of course i do but dominantly you're only hearing of the <laughs> republican and <laughs> when the presidential election came there were 14 candidates running for american presidency under different political parties mm. 
but you only heard of was two. narrowed to two, narrowed down to two. So it's the same thing. They have a political culture that is now coming down to just two political parties. That is not to preclude the fact that if any other political party works very hard, you can change the narrative. But unfortunately, our political parties are just existing, most of them on papers. And just for election purpose, how many of them conduct political seminars and symposium beyond election? They don't. You don't even hear the political parties anymore. The only time you hear of another political party is when there is election. Only thing you hear is every day in the news, either it's APC or it's PDP. So hmm. the only time you're going to hear that there is one NNN political party is during the election. What have you been doing in the last four years? What stops you from carrying out political education? If you go to the United States of America, smaller parties organize seminars in universities, conferences here and there to educate the people. See, politics is a culture. You need to start bringing the people like a way of life. Religion is one of those things. If you open a church today and you don't go out to preach to get convert, you will never get convert. That's what political parties should have been doing. And if they were doing this, we will not have what we're having today. Interesting. Now, the good news, of course, coming from Anambra is that um, there was a statement earlier that um, there will be a seat at home from today. But as of yesterday, we heard IPOP saying, no, we're not part of that, and then we're not compelling people to shut down and all of that. But today, we now hear, no seat at home, go and vote. Okay? Now... Now that that sort of embargo has been lifted, uh, what will it add to the election tomorrow? A whole lot. A whole lot. To me, I felt that is the greatest news that had ever come out from Anambra State. Not even the election. The Anambra or the Southeast? Well, um, Anambra is in question. So okay. we're narrowing down to Anambra. Okay. Because I said it yesterday that the sit-at-home strategy was like cutting your nose to spite your face or your look. No. You need credible people to change the way um, life is lived in your state. And you ask the people not to come and vote. If you do not vote, um, Bishop Cooker said, the problem with not voting is that if an American chooses not to vote, he will still have electricity. The basic things of life will still be there. But in Nigeria, if you don't have come out to vote, if you had 10 watts, it will reduce to 1 watt. So we need to come out and vote. And nothing, not even the rains, nor the sun, can discourage us from voting, let alone our human factors. So I think what has happened in Anambra is one of the greatest news. And I think the numbers we have here, because if you recall, certain percentage said if there will be security, mm. if there will be freedom of movement, then they will come out to vote. Meaning, now that that has happened, you add up that percentage to the 53% that says they are certainly going to come out, you have a number larger than that. And that's good news for Anambra. Okay, Etra, we'll take a quick break, go pay some bills, and when we come back, we'll be looking at way forward after the election because it's not just all about the election after the election what happens next 
Okay, you're welcome back. It's still the podium, our current affairs flagship program on policy strategy and good governance. And uh, my guests have been um, Etro Atom and, of course, the NY Polls team, Dave Abba. Good to have you good to be back, here, today. gentlemen. Uh, we're looking at Anambra election. It will be holding tomorrow, God willing. So long as we see tomorrow, the election will hold. And uh, before we went on that break, the good news, of course, coming from Anambra State is that um, the seat at home has been lifted. So people can actually go out tomorrow, cast their vote, and um, do what they need to do. We'll be taking calls in between 0909435-0415 is the number to call us on. Uh, let's hear from you. 0909435-0415. Now, Etra, let me come to you before Dave. Well, we have seen all of this narrowed to four political parties and four candidates. And we've talked about culture. Seems like um, since 1999, Abga has been running the pack in Anambra State. Uh, in the last election, right? Yes, I know at some point PDP, PDP came in 100 yeah. days. Yeah. But... Of course, they were jettisoned out, and that was what brought um, Peter Obi. Mm. Okay. Now, in the U.S., uh, there are some territories that are democratic-based, dominated by the Democrats. But in this election, the, swing states. the whole thing changed. Yes. Should we see an upset in Anambra? Yeah, it, 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 it's not cast in stone. And what will be the reaction now is not what will now be the reaction of the electorate should we see an upset in anambra and what would be the reaction would the reaction be okay this is what we want because abga has um, you know done us a whole lot and we want to see another thing let me also give you an example germany yeah. okay germany has been ruled by of course Merkel. Yeah. but now germans are saying we've had enough of those people let's try some other party and the good news is the person they're even going for used to be with michael so are we seeing an upset and what will be the reaction of those people uh Peña, before uh etra goes on solo do appear to have gained significant support across all three senatorial districts according to the poll findings Dave, let me just hold you a bit there hello good morning okay dave go on please all right uh from the poll, he polled uh, Anambra North. He gained a 20% support in Anambra North, Anambra Central, 22%, and Anambra South, 20%. Uh, the candidate of the People's Democratic Party, Ozigbo, his Let's support was <laughs> mostly observed in. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Kenya. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, this is Isaac from Okay, Isaac, better and better. Good morning, quite a long time. Good morning, my dear brother. I missed your voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Our guest. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. You see, election in Anambra State, mm. I think everyone should be allowed to exercise his or her civic right. Mm. What I've been against is this idea of giving an order, telling people to stay at home. You are not helping yourself. You are not helping your state. You are not helping others. 
So people should be allowed to go out and vote. And also security agents that have been deployed to a number of states to play by the role. They should, they should not go to a number of states, a number of states to start taking sides. They are not political parties. Their duties is to protect life and property. The police, the military, the civil defense, the DSA should remain neutral in every election. All right, Isaac. That's my take. Okay, thank you very much, Isaac. All right, Dave, let's come back to you. Okay, so while uh, uh, Professor Charles Soludo has gained support, significant support across all three senatorial districts, mm. with Anambra North 20%, Anambra Central 22%, and Anambra South 20%, the next candidate uh, of the People's Democratic Party, Vincent Ozigbo, his support was mostly observed in Anambra North, which stood at 16%. Okay. Yeah. No, is, is okay, it, um, Etra, to the question I asked, yeah. I said, should we see and have an offset? What will be the reaction of the electorate? The truth about it is that the offset can only come from the electorate and no one else. Mm-hmm. But like you rightly pointed out, power is held in trust. So if I am given as Etra Tom, as um, a, an MMM political, not the MMM, you know, <laughs> an MMM political party, candidate mm. and I win and I come and misapply the confidence the people have given to me mm. to either enrich myself and my cronies at the detriment of the party believe and the people's culture you cannot out of say sympathy because it's your culture candidate or a bad person as a presiding governor mm. the tendency is that it becomes very difficult for you to sell a new candidate from the same political party to others. <laughs> so that, if you recall, I, I made I made an assertion yesterday when we had this McCain Obama election, and McCain tried to make himself look like an angel coming out from this moon. Mm. Obama said, "You see, this man and George Bush, they are one and the same person." <laughs> <laughs> I, remember that debate. I, remember, I remember that debate. He says, "No, his policies are different." Obama said, "No, they are the same. They are one and the same person." <laughs> so. Because of the ills that they felt, perceived that George Bush had brought, they wanted, he wanted them to visit them on Makin. And apparently, that led to his non-election. So, the truth about it is that anyone who, is a, who emerges, you are not emerging because you're good. You're emerging because you have a political um, culture. And then, you must also make the people confident that, yes, with this party, we are sure that we can get a candidate who cares about us, a candidate who can defend us, a candidate who can speak for us, and who can hear us. All right, um, Dave, your last um, take before we leave the studio. All right, uh, the poll has clearly shown that uh, the issue of security is one of the the, the, the the factors that might deter people from coming out to vote. So uh, I think our policymakers, INEC, and other key players should ensure that uh, lives and properties of uh, electorates are guaranteed to ensure that they come out and vote during the election. Okay, actually, your last word to an Amberians. Well, to an Amberian, I have my last word. To those who are going to conduct the election, I have my last word. And to the security people, I have my last word. To the voters, you are not just voting. Because in as much as you are voting to pull the person who is there out and doesn't, don't want the political party because you are not satisfied with the service, you should also remember that if you do not vote well, you suffer and your people suffer. Then back to the people who are conducting the election, they must make sure that every vote 
grounds, you must make sure that voters' confidence is restored. Because let's, if voters' confidence is lost, you have lost the value of the election. To the security, you must be as neutral as possible, knowing too well that these people are only given the opportunity once to speak in every four years and let them speak and speak very loudly because the decision they make today will affect you negatively or positively tomorrow. So All right. what you have in the interest of the state, honor and for duty. Thank you, gentlemen, for being part of the show today. My pleasure. And let me say happy weekend to you all. It's always going to be my pleasure, Peniel. And Tranambarians, you just go decide who will govern you for the next four years. God bless you. God bless Nigeria. And long live the Federal Republic of Nigeria. It's bye-bye from me for now.